right, and welcome to the Book Jar Podcast, where me and my friend Megan talk about book-related news, well, specifically book-related news this week, because it is our extra, extra episode. Uh, my name is Marissa, and how are you today, Megan? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I need to, we just talked about this, so it's a little bit meta here, but I, I need to actually write an intro for these ones, because I have an intro yeah. for the other ones, but I think sounds okay. But this one, I'm just, I'm winging it week just, to week. And you know what? Living life on the edge. Exactly. We got to keep <laughs> things exciting around here, you know? This is true. This is true. <laughs> uh, so we're going to be talking about some books that are coming out in August of 2022, because that is the month we are about to enter. Literally mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We definitely left filming this to the last second, which is awesome. I mean, they didn't have to know that part, but I mean, no, we it. did so much. <laughs> we were so ahead of time. You guys have no idea. It's a busy summer, okay? It is a busy summer. Summer is a busy time, and we should enjoy the sunshine as well as our books. Yeah. So exactly. Well, we usually take this about week to week, coming out in August. So, mm-hmm. do you have what is your earliest book coming out on well, your list? It's not a book, actually. It's a TV show. Okay, let's actually just mix it all together. I We're feel like mix- that's fine. Let's just mix it. and it's, Mix and match. The only reason I want to start with this one is because it actually came out July 29th. Oh, I, like, it's already out. <laughs> it's already out, but I like feel like I should mention it because okay. it's the Paper Girls, which is a graphic novel that I actually purchased like months ago and yeah. I haven't read yet, calling okay. myself out on that. So I have been watching for the first time ever which is a little bit embarrassing Buffy the Vampire Slayer which is on Amazon yes. and I did see that Paper Girls was because it's also on Amazon yeah yeah so if you're looking for that well read read the novel yeah first. I'm gonna read the novel first and then we'll I'm gonna check out the Paper Girls one yeah it looks really interesting Obviously, it's a cool concept it. do you yeah. know the concept what is it like time Time yeah, travel? so to my understanding, and I haven't read it, I don't have a copy of this in my room calling you out, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I do, to my recollection, it's about girls from the 80s mm-hmm. traveling forward in time. I think that's what it's about. Yeah. Which I love. I, I mean, and the I 80s feel is like, all the rage right now. I feel like that's funny a little bit just because it is usually the opposite way. Yeah. But I, I do love the idea that like how displaced you would feel in Mm -hmm. society i don't know much about this like i've seen it lots of places and i've often like contemplated getting paper girls but i haven't actually read it so i saw it on amazon and then i was like i should watch it and then my brain was obviously like no you have to read the book first what do you think you're doing here maybe finish buffy and then yeah maybe finish the show i'm currently working on yeah Perfect. Yeah, that's all I have for that. And then my next date is August 2nd. So what do you have? I actually only have one for August 9th. So why don't you start us off with the books? So for the books, I have a few for August 2nd. So the first one is Dangerous Rhythms, Jazz in the Underworld by TJ English. Mm -hmm. Um, So it starts off with a quote here. You cannot understand America without knowing the history of jazz or the mob. Taken together, they are part of the country's origin story symphonically intertwined writes journalist tj english in his latest nonfiction. early 20th century mobsters smelling money in the emerging art form offered musicians outlets to ply their trade but rooted in a plantation mentality these relationships were devastatingly unequal for the mostly black performers who depended on access to audiences for a living club bookings radio play jukebox offerings and more were heavily controlled or influenced by organized crime 
English, who has explored mob history in earlier books, illuminates the evolution of jazz and the experiences of artists, artists like Louis Armstrong, Duke Ellington, Frank Sinatra, and more within this social context. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot going on. There's a lot happening there, but it sounds super interesting. I'm, I always buy nonfiction books like that that sound really interesting with the intent to read them because they do sound really good. Mm-hmm. And then they sit on my shelf for like way too long. Yeah. This one is curious to me though. I like, I like, I like, <laughs> I'm, I'm tempted to once again buy it, but I don't want it to sit on my shelf. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And like, I don't know. Like, I have a thing with the like jazz age right now. Like, it's definitely intriguing to me. It's making its kind of rounds in like fiction as well. Yeah. So I always love that where you can kind of like meld those two worlds and like learn a little bit about like what actually happened or at least through one lens of what actually happened because that's a thing. Yeah. But and also read something fiction related that you're like kind of just using to like jump off of that or something mm-hmm. and make it a little bit more interesting or, or something like that i'm curious about that one that one actually might tempt me into buying it i yeah. always say that and then i don't but i but I, you never know or maybe i don't know someone's birthday's <laughs> coming up so i don't know <laughs> hint hint for you yeah like, it is you true know? i thought you were talking about yourself for a I second know. and i was like my birthday is way closer i didn't even <laughs> think you were referring to me i was like megan your oh. birthday is like half a year away like chill <laughs> i mean i'm always thinking about my birthday okay it's not like i don't randomly just show up at your house with books either yeah so. <laughs> exactly so who knows maybe you'll get that as a gift but yeah i love that okay right. so do you have any more for august 2nd yeah so i have two more uh, the Many Daughters of Afong Moy by Jamie Ford. So former poet Laureate. Laureate? Yeah. Laureate. Laureate. Oh, fancy. Yeah. Um, Dorothy Moy has always channeled her dissociative episodes and mental health into her work. When her daughters start showing similar behaviors and remembering items from the lives of past ancestors, Dorothy undergoes an experimental treatment to alleviate inherited trauma. As Dorothy becomes intimately connected with the past generations of women in her family, she finds a, str- a stranger is searching for her in each time period. Um, so yeah, that one sounds super cool. And then The Book Eaters by Sunye Dean. Out, uh, out on the Yorkshire moors lives a secret line of people for whom books are food and who retain all <laughs> of the books. Sorry. I, it's called Book Eaters. And so I should have, I should have expected that. I should have expected that. And yet I really thought it was going to be metaphorical. (laughs) No, it's straight up. They eat books books. and then they retain all the like content after eating it, which sign me up. Right. Oh my gosh. You would be set. But yeah, I, one, I have a buffet. Yeah, you would. Oh man, imagine like how easy school would be. You're like, sorry guys, there's got to be some downside to this. I can't study. I have to. Or I can't go out. I have to eat my book for tomorrow's test. But you could go out. That's the thing. Like, let me just snack. Oh, you could snack little pieces of paper like in your purse and just be like, you're just eating. <laughs> the oh, entire yeah. time, just like dip it all in chocolate too, so people just think you're like, yeah. Oh, this is good work. Anyways, I guess Sign I should finish what it's about because yeah, there actually sorry. is some of a downside to this. I so, figured there had to be. <laughs> so to them, spy novels are peppery snack. Romance novels are sweet and delicious. Eating a map can oh, help them remember too. destinations. Oh. Yeah. 
and children, when they misbehave, are forced to eat dry, musty pages from dictionaries. Uh, Devin is part of Here, have the some family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, learn your vocab, jeez. <laughs> um, the family, an old and reclusive clan of book eaters. Her brothers grow up feasting on stories of valor and adventure, and Devin, like all other book eater women, is raised on a carefully curated diet of fairy tales and cautionary stories. But real life doesn't always come with happy endings, as Devin learns when her son is born with a rare and darker kind of hunger. Not for books, but for human minds. <sighs> bum, bum, bum. Okay, so it took a turn. It took a turn. It did. Uh, I love the idea that you tried to punish your child by giving them knowledge. <laughs> I feel like that might not have worked with some children. No. I That's... That's like, I that uh, has to be on my TBR. How do you not read that? That one is super interesting. And like, yeah, I love that I, idea. I have, I have too high, high of hopes for that one, though. Like, I feel like I'm just going to be let down. But yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. You said you had another one. Um, So that was the two, like the two extra for August 2nd. But I'll jump to August 5th. And just quick Not mention, a Tuesday. Not a Tuesday. <laughs> but it's not a book. It's oh, a it's TV. not a book. Okay, it's a TV so it's a show. Wild. So it's The Sandman by Neil Gaiman, which is a DC comic book mm-hmm. coming to Netflix. Um, not much to say about that. Like, if you want to hear more about that, go follow, follow yeah, Neil Gaiman on yeah, Twitter. Exactly. He, he's I having a heyday about it. Yeah. yeah. Like he probably has a bunch about it, but I guess it's like the most expensive TV show like DC Entertainment has ever produced. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, that tracks from what I know about it. Yeah. yeah it It sounds super interesting. But yeah, that's all I got. We can move on to August 9th now. August 9th. So I do have one for August 9th, so I'll go first because mm-hmm. I haven't spoken for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so we have the, lo- the War Librarian, rather, by Addison Armstrong. So this is a work of historical fiction. It comes out on August 9th, as we mentioned. And the it's the Paris Library meets the Flight Girls in this captivating historical Novel about the sacrifice and courage necessary to live a life of honor inspired by the first female volunteer librarians during World War One, and the first women accepted into the U.S. Naval Academy. That sounds really cool. So, like, I've been complaining a little bit because like, there's, like, a lot of war books coming out. Mm-hmm. Specifically World War II, I've been noticing, like, a lot of, like, fiction, like, historical fiction around that. Yeah. Which is, like, not my go-to necessarily. Like, I don't mind a good one but i feel like there's just there's just a lot it's just Mm -hmm. kind of like a lot of uh just a lot of them which makes it hard yeah this one's like you can't call you can't you can't put library in your title and not have me a little bit intrigued and i think this is an interesting take on it i feel like it could be a little dry it could be like it could be really good or I would expect it to be a little bit slow and a little bit dry. Yeah. If you're going into that with that expectation, then yeah. I mean I think I think we'll do fine. We'll do well. But mm-hmm. that one's definitely on my list. I yeah, I have that one down. That's cool. Um, I have The Monsters We Defy by Leslie Penelope. Okay. So again, it's another roaring twenties kind of book, but this one's a fiction one. So um it's in DC and Clara Johnson is on a mission. She's able to communicate with supernatural entities. Clara can see what others cannot. The souls of poor black residents that have been ensnared by a malevolent force intent on stealing their destinies after working their bodies to death for free labor. Mm. With the help of friends old and new, Clara orchestrates a dangerous caper to acquire an ancient ring with the power to save souls and liberate herself from the magical trap she's been caught in. 
uh, real-life black teen Carrie Johnson, who killed an armed white cop entering her home during the Capitol's 1919 riots. Um, charges against her were ultimately dropped, inspired the ornery, obstinate Clara, a character who's a pleasure to read. That sounds really good. Yeah. That and sounds, I, like, really fabulous. It sounds so good, and I feel like it'd be a good pair to, like, read Dangerous Rhythms by yeah. TJ English and then, mm-hmm. like, read The Monsters We Defy, like, right after. I think that that would be a good order. Um, I have another one for August 9th. Mm-hmm. So Diary of a Void. Ooh. This is by Emmy Yagi. It's translated by David Boyd and Lucy North. Uh, so this is the debut novel of Emmy Yagi. Uh, so the only woman in her Tokyo office fakes a pregnancy to avoid undesirable tasks at work. <laughs> As she gets deeper into the lie, into the lie, disguising a growing belly, tracking the development of her quote-unquote baby, the story takes an utterly absurd dimension, all the better to explore discrimination and double standards. I'm, I'm oh. really curious about this because the plot, like, I started reading the plot and I was like, oh, not interested. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, the pregnancy stuff, I don't usually, like, doesn't draw me in. Yeah. Let's say that. But I kept reading and I was like, this actually might be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the absurd takes that happen later on. Like, I didn't read too much into the plot, uh, but this one's really, really interesting to me. It sounds, it sounds yeah. very interesting. That was also August 9th. Wow. Yeah. Do you have any other for that date? I don't. Okay, I'm going to hop to August 10th and just bring to attention that the third and final season of Lock and Key, which is based on comics by Joe Hill, is out on Netflix. Okay. Um, I personally haven't watched the series yet or read the comics, but I heard it was actually really good. So if you're, that's your thing, it's coming out August 10th. Love that. Um, Do you have anything else before August 16th at all? I actually don't have anything until August 23rd. Oh, well, I I have one for August 16th. Okay. Um, and it's All Good People Here by Ashley Flowers. Uh, when she was six years old, Margot's next door neighbor and best friend January was murdered in their small hometown. Now a big city journalist, Margot returns. I was going to make fun of the name and then it took like such a turn. <laughs> You're like, now's not the time. I was time. like, wow, that would have aged really poorly <laughs> in the five seconds since I said yeah, it. Yeah, you're like, no. I know, I was like, I said it kind of like, oh, it's so cute. And then you're like, actually. <laughs> actually not. <laughs> but yeah, so Margot returns home to help care for her uncle when another girl disappears. So determined to find the missing girl and solve January's murder, Margot begins to wonder how well she knows her neighbors, so. You know, just typical murder mystery mystery. that Megan likes. Megan will read on a stormy night. Yeah. (laughs) I'm looking forward to that one. All right. August 23rd. What do you got? Okay. I got quite a few for August 23rd. Okay. Uh, So I have Love on the Brain. Let's start there with from Allie Hazelwood. Uh, So Allie Hazelwood has kind of got a little bit of notoriety this year from Mm -hmm. the Love Hypothesis, Mm -hmm. which I thought was decent. Uh, I did talk about it on our podcast, so you can go check out kind of that episode. It should be in the kind of notes that we talked about it. But uh, the the sex scene was a struggle for me to get through. <laughs> uh, which yeah, like, you I mentioned didn't... some stuff. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hate that. I just like it was almost like she was kind of making fun of. Like I'm. I kind of took it as like she was kind of making fun of herself mm-hmm. a little, or like the genre itself. I hope because yeah. otherwise it was just really bad. <laughs> yeah. 
but uh anyway this one is uh follows uh our main character b uh so nasa offers b the lead on a neuroengineering project she is thrilled until she learns she must work with her grad school arch nemesis the handsome levi ward i'm sure you know where this is going <laughs> when her equipment goes missing and the staff begins ignoring her b realizes that levi is starting to support her at work and must decide if she has the guts to lay her heart on the line. I'm going to go with it. She does have the guts to lay her heart probably. on the line. But there's probably going to be a misunderstanding along the way. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> typical romance novel tropes for sure. What I did enjoy about Ali Hazelwood was the focus on, like, STEM and, like, mm-hmm. kind of uh, more, you know, like, women in STEM. There was, like, a whole kind of undertone in her last book. So I would be kind of expecting the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if it'll hold up or if it'll be very formulaic kind of compared to her other one as well, which I'm kind of expecting one or the other. Like, yeah. I'm not having huge expectations, but I definitely will be reading. Yeah, it sounds like a fun read for sure. Uh, I have one for August 23rd, uh, Girl Forgotten by Karen Slaughter. I now, saw this one everywhere. Yeah, so this one obviously I, like, typed hyped. in, you know, like, uh, immediately. It was, like, the first one that mm-hmm. popped up. Really hyped. Yeah. yeah, super. But, I like, love that name, Slaughter, because, mm-hmm. you know, it matches, like, the book description that's the author's name yeah karen slaughter i wonder i feel like that has to be a pen name right it must be i don't you would think do people how do how do you get the last name slaughter Slaughter naturally it's not a good reason yeah i don't want to know that maybe like you're a butcher that's a good point but i feel like it might have less nice connotations yeah yeah so i feel like it's probably a pen name given that this is going to be like a murder mystery i'm gonna guess yes pretty much so while protecting a judge getting death threats newly u.s marshal andrea oliver can't resist investigating a cold case on prom night in 1982 the popular emily vaughn is killed emily was hiding a secret but her wealthy family and friends closed ranks after her gruesome murder now andrea is determined to use her powers to find out what happened to emily interesting okay so there's a lot happening there and there's like a u.s marshal there's a cold case there's some family suspiciousness definitely intriguing uh i'm not a huge fan of murder mystery but i could see you loving i'll I'll probably read it eventually if not august like when the hypes kind of died down and i'm like okay i'll read it now yeah of course (laughs) what i tend to do All right, so I have another one coming out August 23rd. It's called My Government Means to Kill Me by Rashid Newsom. So this is a debut novel as well. It follows a young, queer, black man who leaves behind his comfortable family life in Indianapolis and heads to New York in the 1980s, which provides a thrilling, occasionally raging political and societal backdrop for his coming-of-age story. Ooh. Very, very intriguing. I, yeah. I, I'm not going to lie to you. 90% of what drew me to it was the title. Yeah. That's a very interesting title. Yeah. It's, it's very bold. I yeah. like that. Uh, I have one more for August 23rd. Okay. Uh, Babel by R.F. Kuang, who is the author of the yes. Poppy War yes. series. So we all know. <laughs> I was like, I know that name. <laughs> we all know that name. Um, so I'm really excited for this one. Uh, so it's in 1828, Robin Swift. An orphan is brought from Canton to London by the mysterious Dr. Lavelle. For years, he trains in different languages to be accepted to Oxford's Royal Institute of Translation, known as Babel. 
Learning to translate and the magic that comes with it soon put Swift on a collision course between loyalty to his homeland and his adopted company when Britain starts a war with China. Well, that got ramped up real fast. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like it totally fits into RF Kuang style. Like, yeah, it sounds very on par. I haven't read her stuff, but based off of the plot I've heard, it sounds very on par. And it sounds like sh- she handles it well. I um, think so. It's, it's maybe like a little bit intense, but how can yeah, it not be? Yeah. Like if you enjoy reading about war, I know that kind of sounded weird coming out of my mouth. But no, like- but if it's something that like. <laughs> It's not a piece of content that bothers you. Yeah, if it's not something that you're going to be super bothered by, like I reading three books of it in a row is a lot for me Mm -hmm. and maybe for most people. But like she does do it really, really well to know all like what goes into war and like what are the emotions and feelings and strategies and everything. She does super, super well. So I'm curious to see what Babel is actually going to be about if she's going to focus more on kind of this individual side of it versus yeah. the overall aspect. Of it. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so I have a couple more for August 23rd. Uh, Haven by Emma Donahue. Really caught my eye because I've read uh, Room by Emma Donahue. And oh, it was, yeah. I mean, that one was a lot of trauma. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it was very well written. Very good writer. Um, it's a piece of historical fiction. So it follows three men who vow to leave the world behind them. They set out on a small boat for an island their leader has seen in a dream with only faith to guide them. What they find is the extraordinary island now known as Skellig Michael. Haven has Emma Donoghue's trademark world building and psychological intensity, but this story is like nothing she's written before. Yeah, that sounds cool. I actually like seen a review on it that said it wasn't like the person who read it was kind of almost expecting to be more of like thriller sort of like room. Right. But so they always had that like expectation, but it wasn't, I guess. So, I mean, that's good. If she's going for something different, then she did it. Okay. So was that all you had for August 23rd? That's all I had. Okay. So I have one more, which is The Witches of Moonshine Manor by Bianca Murray. This is fantasy, as you might imagine. Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> Uh, so when a mob threatens to tear down their home, five octogenarian witches must wait for the return of Ruby, who is their last hope for saving everything. In this touching and humorous fantasy that is the Golden Girls meet the house on the Cerulean Sea, this novel explores bonds of family and friendship that will leave you feeling empowered and uplifted. So I had to look up octogenarian, what that meant, because I was like, I know, like, I know octo eight. Yeah. But I've I'm that's that's where I clocked out. Yeah. Uh so it means eighty to ninety year old women. Okay. I, I kinda thought that. But yeah. they could be even older if they're witches. Yeah. But so that's cool. 80, 80, 80 to eighty nine year old women. Uh yeah. So I'm very curious. That about sounds this. fun. Cause then they say it was like the Golden the Girls. Golden Girls, yeah. So yeah, I was like, so, so that fun. also sold me. Like yeah. the, the cover is really beautiful and the name kind of intrigued me. And then I started reading it and I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. And then they said Golden Girls and I was like, I'm sold. Yeah, this is yeah, it. This you is it. You had me. Yeah. I have one for August 30th. I have three, but they're sh- they're short and sweet. They're so. short and sweet. Yeah. All right. Why don't you start? Okay. Then? 
Uh, so the first one is Nothing More to Tell by Karen M. McManus. So she's kind of written a couple YA murder mystery books in the mm-hmm. past. Um, that I've read and I really enjoyed. So starting an internship at a true crime show, Bryn is determined to investigate the unsolved murder of one of her high school teachers. Her ex-best friend Trip Telbo was the key witness that provided an alibi for the other two students that found the body. As Bryn digs into the truth, she realizes everything Trip told the police was a lie and much more was going on than she realized. So there's Intriguing. That. Yep. There's that. Um, I also have All of Our Demise by Amanda Foodie and Christine Lynn Herman. So this is actually the sequel and conclusion to All of Us Villains, which I have, and it's on my two TBRs, so I just included it here in case anyone yeah. else has read it, but I'll probably read this once I get, get to through my the other, other ones. One. Yeah. Yeah, and then the last one I have is Three Kisses on Midnight by Roshani Choksi, Evelyn Skye, and Zandia Manan or Menon, sorry. And it's just these three authors craft a spellbinding novel featuring a teenage trio who discover the magic of true love on a fateful Halloween night. Very good. Yeah. So that's all I got. All right. I have, so my last one is Belladonna by Adeline Grace. So this is a thrilling gothic fantasy with romance, murder, and a deal with death. Uh, with Adeline's Grace's trademark atmospheric writing, the irresistible romance we come to love in her previous book and a glimmer of Hades mythology. Ooh, of course it's Hades. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know, like the cover was cool. And then I saw Hades and I was like, that's going on the list. Yeah. So that's great. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to mention? That's that's it. There was actually a lot of good books coming out in August. It was really hard to pick for me anyways. Like, Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree there. Yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of this podcast episode. So thank you so much for listening. If you want to see more content, go check us out on Instagram. We are at the book drawer pod on there. Otherwise, we will be back soon with more book talk. And until then, I don't know. Read something good. Read something good. Tell us about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to end it. All All right. right. Bye. Bye.